Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody. So as you know, we're on a break this week, but I didn't want to leave you all without an episode to listen to. And I said that I was going to get that Jim Finch audio edited and put up as an episode. So here it is. If you didn't hear the episode where we did the interview with Jim, uh, Jim is a guy from the UK. And after a car accident, he had some brain injuries and now he suffers with uh, Tourette syndrome. So to help him with the symptoms of Tourette's and reducing the amount of ticks he has, he used his cannabis as a medicine. So we get to hear some of Jim's story. And of course, we'll be back again for the live show on Sunday night. On Tuesday, there'll be more normal shows for you to download. But if you want to hear any more of the interviews that we've done in the past in full, released as an episode like this, then let us know by emailing us at highonhomegrown at gmail.com or letting us know in the forum at persysgrowroom.com. And I'll get the interviews edited up and put out as special episodes. Just let us know which ones you want, man. But for now, here's the interview with Jim Finch, and we'll catch you on Sunday. Enjoy. Have you always had Tourette's, or did this no, happen? No, no. Car crash? Yeah, I, I was. I had a car crash on the way home uh, from work, and yeah, Tourette started after that. Wow. So I had. Um, you know, when I was when I was a young child, I had a squint, and like the doctors think that it, it might have meant that I was susceptible at some point, if you know what I mean. But right. as for actual, that disappeared. I think I had that during my GCSE exams. Like the stress brought out a little squint in me, right. and uh, but yeah, so that was the only other time I experienced anything like it. But obviously, nothing to the extent after my car crash. Mm-hmm. And funnily enough, I was actually. Uh, I was actually fairly anti-cannabis. I say anti-cannabis. I was always pro the change of the law. You know, I always had a gripe with the law. I've always uh, felt it's, you know, how is it logical to have alcohol and tobacco sold in the shops and not cannabis was was my position. But I didn't, I never thought I would be using it in the extent that I'm using it today, if that makes sense. I'll move back a little bit. Um, And uh, yeah, so I, I never, I kind of had, I kind of, I had a bit of a relationship with cannabis when I was younger. I had, towards the end of it, it, my use, I'd say, become problematic. I did find myself getting more paranoid when I was using and, you know, it wasn't helping me in my life at that time. And so then it instilled in me almost a negative view, I think, with the propaganda from the media. You know, I had a, I had a particular view in my mind. And after my car crash, obviously, I was doped up to the eyeballs of all these uh, prescription drugs they gave me, you know, really doped up to the eyeballs. Like, I've never been that wasted in all my life. Right, <laughs> yeah, been, yeah. You know what I mean? And the, <laughs> they're, um, yeah, and so I, I basically, a, type, a friend of mine uh, from Canada said, sent me, I played with him online. He said, have you tried uh, cannabis for your tics? Like, that's what they use over here. And I was you know, typed on, went on to YouTube, typed in cannabis Tourette's. And the first video came up, thinking a German, Austrian, a German speaking uh, fella came up who's doing an interview back in like 2004 or something. Uh, he's ticking exactly how my ticks are constant. You know, he lights up this joint and his ticks stop. And we're like, right, that's it. We got to try this. Mm-hmm. Same thing and same result. So wow. since then, I've, I came off all the pharmaceuticals. 
I will smoke. I, I've been a lifelong smoker since the age of 11, tobacco, and I came off that as well. You know, as soon as I started, sweet, yeah, using cannabis, and I, I just came off everything and just uh, focused on the cannabis, and um, that allowed me to focus more on a recovery as opposed to being stuck in uh, stuck in this body I couldn't control. Um, you know, and I have I've recently. Uh, I don't know if you have you how many of you know about the legal saga that the patients are going through in Britain at the moment. Yeah, we're pretty topped up on it. Yeah, yeah so uh, it's just we, a complete fuck around, isn't it? It's it's been every month, you know. I've had to subsidise from the black market. Fuck um, no. You know this. You this, have to pay for your prescription as well, mate. Yeah, yeah. So I pay four hundred and fifty pounds for ninety grams, and I vape zero point one gram every forty-five minutes. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not great vaping a huge amount. Mm. I'm just vaping enough to keep the ticks at bay. Um, so yeah, but yeah, it's four hundred and fifty pounds. Then I paid sixty-five pounds every single month for consultation, and because we hadn't found the right prescription for me, I had to go back for a consultation each month to get the prescription edited. So that was they, uh, the right prescription. Are they looking for a particular strain or you mean the amount you're using? Or? It was the amount I was using to make sure that it acted a preventative mm-hmm. as opposed to a reactionary. So what, how I was using it really was when I had a fit or my ticks got really bad, I mm-hmm. then use cannabis. But now, you know, I've, I, I'm able to just vape all, the, all day and, the, you know, Imagine really that. keep me ticks at bay. But yeah, yeah. unfortunately I had... I haven't had much this week. I got sorted a few days ago, so I'm all right now. But at the start of the week, it was a bit rough. My symptoms really came out again, right. which was weird because I'd had like five good solid months of like not really ha- having them in, like completely just consume my life. Mm-hmm. And the amount of stuff I've been able to get done, you know, my garden's looking great. I've actually been able to enjoy life again, you know, play with me son, play with me daughter. Yeah, but stuck in the house, but still, it's all good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just so I've just um. Yeah, the quality of life back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I often say it's my fire as well came back. So it's yeah. like not just my quality of life, but actually my willingness to to, be, to go out, get out there, put myself out there, make these videos. You know, I'd have, I was a bit of a, I was well nervous. I was very, very anxious about speak. Um, very, very anxious about like uh, old friends. Yeah. or old work colleagues seeing the new me and, you know, especially in my most vulnerable states. Mm. Um, yeah, I can have seizures and ticks, especially before I've medicated with cannabis at any moment, you know. So I'll be walking down the street, a car will drive past, that'll send me into a tick and a seizure, I'll just be on the floor. And no so way. it was... So, so it was ticks really, and seizures? Do you have epileptic Yeah, I have, and, no, and I have non-epileptic seizures, so they're caused by you know, the, the extreme ticking, but it looks very much like an epileptic seizure, except I don't lose consciousness. So I'm conscious while it's happening, uh, which could be a quite unpleasant experience. Yeah. You're still conscious, but not in control of your body. Yeah. So, and and, you know, like dangerous swallowing my tongue, but I'm aware that it's all going on. So they're called NES, non-epileptic seizures, but yeah. Um, so they were, they were, they were a common everyday thing before I was using cannabis, uh, tick fits many a day. Um, you know, that could be as little as something like the phone rang at the start of my, my recovery. It would, uh, when they first came on the phone would ring, that's it. I'm in a fit ticking. And, um, yeah, cannabis has really allowed me in the last five months since I've managed to, I say, get a reliable supply, but get a more, um, 
Yeah, but more than six months, you know, I've been using cannabis. I've got my first prescription and started using it end of 2019. So at that time, I sold our, my car because I couldn't drive no more because of the seizures. We sold our car and um, that financed about three months worth of medicine. But at the time, oh, it, was wow, about, wow. it was about £1,000 uh, I was paying for 30 grams. So it was expensive right back then. So it's the, tr- the costs have come down a lot now. Um, I did the, a little bit of growing myself uh, in the between times when I really couldn't afford it and I didn't know how I could access it. I thought, I, I can't. I've now been, I've now tasted the, tasted the non-tick life that I yeah, yeah, go yeah, back yeah. to. Go back. I, yeah, you shouldn't that's have it. to, mate. You shouldn't have to. No, man. You shouldn't exactly. have to pay this ridiculous money for it either, you know? No. No, and I think I, I'm ho- you know, I'm hoping things are changing. I think mm-hmm. um, I'm getting very warm receptions everywhere. Like, uh, you know, I've really been educating my street. At the start of lockdown, it was quite good that we made, they made a street WhatsApp. You know, they're all like nice. cannabis experts now. So, yeah, and I've had a good experience with my MP. You know, it, it, disappointing at the, end, at the end result, because at the end... It was like somebody above him just giving me the standard bl- yeah. blanket government response. Yeah. But I felt that he had changed from me sending. I sent him originally when I sent him something, he wasn't interested. He was like, no, nope, there's no evidence. It's not. It doesn't have medical properties, blah, 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 blah. But two years later of me wearing him down, you know, he was then right. I'm going to take this up personally for you. And he did take it up in his defense. And. It was a pleasant experience, more pleasant than I thought it was going to be when I, like, I went at him quite confrontational, I'll be honest. <laughs> I was like, yeah, what? Well, of course I, you're going to be angry, mate. Of course, mate. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's, it's, it's the injustice. You know, my missus finds it very difficult to comprehend the Britain we thought we lived in isn't the Britain we lived in, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and that's... um it's very true. Since becoming disabled, you know, we've really noticed that, you know, yeah. it took us took us six months from my car injury and, you know, not being able to walk and talk properly to get any benefits because they uh, had to do their start tests and stuff. Six months. If we didn't have some savings or a car to sell, how would we have survived? So, you know, I count my blessings that actually we've got to where we've got to now. I feel like I'm doing probably the best I've done, you know, you know, maybe ever, you know, even though I've got my challenges now, I do see life in a completely different way. And I do, I am really grateful to cannabis for that, guys. So Yeah, man, you, you seem really happy. And like, it's, I, I didn't know you before, but it seems like you have your fire back because there's plenty of fire in you. You know, it's definitely, oh, definitely. the quality of your life. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have a quality of life. You know, it mm-hmm. was, I struggled, I struggled to speak. Um, I'm medicated, so I, I stutter a lot. Um my tics get in the way of actual speaking. So even, even just being able to speak, you know, I take it, it that will take it for granted. And it's mm-hmm. something that it's, it's, yeah, it's so profound. Nobody can argue with it when they sit with their eyes, you know, yeah. it's yeah. like, it's I, go, I go from stuttering mess, not being able to talk or walk to being somewhat normal, you know, like, so uh, they're powerful. Quite amazing. Videos, man. Yeah. When people can see the actual difference and how quickly as well from you, have, yeah. like your video where you're having your ticks, you know, the, uh, for like a minute and a half, you're having yeah. some serious ticks and then it just dies down. I'd say, I'd say it takes about a minute from me, from the vape going green and me starting inhaling it. It's about a minute till I get some relief and I can start. It's, it's hard to describe to It's almost a bit like, uh, 
like you're about to sneeze. And yeah. so the best way I can describe it is once I then have a bit of cannabis in me, I can hold on to that mm. ability to sneeze. And then you'll, if you watch, it tends to be like five minutes later, I'll have a few little outbursts of yeah. where I can't, I've been holding it. But it gives me that ability to just fight the, the constant body movements. You know, it's... Uh, what was the what was the difference b- before you started taking cannabis with your prescription drugs? Did you see much of an in, like a, a decrease in your your symptoms? No, no. Well, if I had took enough, I was I was just so doped out and so zombie yeah, yeah. out. I was just you know it was I was tranquilized. So, I, but my speech was no better. I wasn't you know I had loads and loads of stuff side effects from the medicine. Loads and loads of side effects. How many pills and, a day were you taking? Oh, you know what? I, I couldn't wow. remember. It was it was so many. It was wow. yeah, yeah. And I you was, stopped all of those. Yeah, I was with my doctor. So my GP has been really good in all of this. You know, he's awesome. he could he has <clears throat> understood the um, he's understood my situation. He's understood, he hasn't challenged. He had he could see. We, Again, you know, I asked him to come round to my house. He came round to my house. I was shaking. I vaped in front of him. You know what I mean? And he'd seen me in that shaking yeah, yeah, yeah. state yeah, like yeah. so many times before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after that point, yeah, he's been he's been really um, excellent. That's good, man. Yeah, yeah, he's he's been good, and he's, I found all that side of things fairly. And and so I've got I kind of understand I have a gift. And talking to a lot of other medical users, I've been growing my Twitter over the last two years, and I talk to a lot of other patients on there, and I feel. A lot of them say they can really relate to that sense of relief. I've got the physical symptoms showing that that they feel on the inside. You know, so while they people can see my relief and that that's mm-hmm. how it's feeling for others on the inside. And I, I like them. So I feel I feel I've been given a powerful gift in a way to be able to uh, advocate for cannabis as a medicine, right? And take so it can rightfully take its place. Um, you know, out of people's, that is a bad plan. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Take the stigma away. Yeah, and it's, it's made me re- really reevaluate it, because as you can imagine, I've met quite a lot of uh, people in the industry, my local guys, you know, amazing guys, you know, like apps, mm. these, are, these are guys from school that I knew, that, you know, uh, they've sorted me out any time I've needed my... Absolutely amazing fellas. Like, you know what I mean? And there was a stigma in my head and I've come across loads of nice people. And it's the, just... The cannabis yeah. community is an amazing community. Yeah, 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 no, definitely. And so it's, it's broken up. the bad ones. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's let... It's, it's, open, it's, it's cut a lot of stigma for me. And I feel, because I came from that, while I was disagreed with the law side of it, mm-hmm. I also kind of disagreed with use. I kind of didn't think there was any medical. Yeah, yeah. I was naive Wait, to I, it. I yeah. was the same. I was. The same. I mean, I've been a user for twenty years, man, and I was the same. I was like medical use. Come on, man, you're just making excuses <laughs> to try and get it legal <laughs> yeah, yeah. now, aren't they? It, but it actually fucking is, man. Oh, too right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot of us thought the same way. We've been brainwashed for fifty years about this shit, man. We all thought the same way when when we were young. Yeah, it's. it's I mean, one can only conclude that they don't want us to be healthy. 
Yeah, or they want us to keep paying out money for these uh, pharmaceutical concoctions. Thirty fucking pills a day. You you hit the nail on the head, Jimmy. They don't want us to be healthy because a healthy person is not a is not going to be a customer. A customer cured is a customer loss. Is a customer (laughs) loss exactly? Um, It's it's a wonder drug. Mm -hmm. It's it really is, isn't it? This is the thing. It's like the more that you know, the stories is. The other thing that has made me really appreciate or or mourn is perhaps the right word is all the people that have actually gone to prison for yeah. wanting to be well. Yeah, you know, the injustice mm-hmm. of the last 50 years of sending people to prison because they've sought out cannabis to help them because yeah. the prescription drugs have let them down. The NHS, the health services have let them down and they've ended up in prison. And so I think um, that was something that's, really spurs me on you know yeah. i don't yeah, terrible, i think it, right? yeah. yeah i think it's gonna be uh it's a big driving factor to why i uh i wanted to put myself out there and uh what why i'm trying to be a patient advocate yeah, man, i think you're doing fucking awesome work yeah for that. yeah thanks you know in your video where you speak about your accent do you, do you want to speak about your accident if there's anything you don't want to speak about then just let us know yeah no i'm an i'm an open book i'll yeah i'll speak about anything really yeah mate i don't um my accident was tough. You know, I was before that I was um, at the time I was training up to be a transport manager for SGS sofas. I'd just done my international transport manager license, uh, international transport manager CPC. It was it was funny because it was it was in the time after my crash and before uh, the, the real severe Tourette's ticks came out in that in that period. I had um, I had this course booked. And I should have took more time off after my accident. But after my accident, I went back to work straight away, like two weeks off after this. You know, I was going at 65. She was doing 65. You know, mate, oh. it was, uh, we were down a country lane. Um, it's, it's, it's country lane, but it's our main road in and out of our village. So, and it's a T-junction. I was just driving home and yeah, she just come out and she didn't stop and she smashed into me. But it was, it was an RCA that I was in so much pain, but I just remember thinking, oh, they're putting me through this transport manager's course. I've got to go back. I've got to go back. And uh, during that time, I was, I was getting my head around the pain. My mental state, I had never, I was in this kind of deluded state. So during the car crash, I'd kind of, I thought I was going to die. And I thought I was going to... So during that moment, time slowed down. Um, I really, I really felt at peace. I was, I was so almost. It was the first time I felt happiness in ages, you know. Mm. And I, I was, I was after that moment. I was in all this pain, and I just couldn't get this this feeling of like thinking, oh, that's what should have happened. That was my time to go. I'm now. I, I'm. I suppose I still have that feeling now, but it's changed somewhat. But I was I was feeling I was on borrowed time, and the, the the thoughts then got very suicidal. And quickly, I was not spending much time with my missus. I was going putting all my time into study. I wasn't wanting to be in my own head at all. I was just transport focused on becoming this transport manager, thinking, "Oh, my pain's going to get better. Things are going to get better." Um, I was having really bad dreams at the time. Uh, what, so in the car crash, when I turned round, the where she'd hit was where my son's car seat was. Mm-hmm. So when I turned round after I was in this wreckage, I'd smashed around and then flipped upside down and round and round. And 
I turned around and the whole car seat was crumpled. And I'd been having a dream like after that quite every night almost mm-hmm. of my son being in the car crash and me not being able to save him. And my mental state mm-hmm. just deteriorated. I, was, I wasn't going to work because I, they were letting me have time off to study. And then, yeah, it culminated. I passed my transport manager's test. And I, a few days after that, I drove past the site of the car crash. And as I drove past the site of my car crash, my body just started going wild. I, I, I met, like, I pulled over, I got out of the car, and I, I, you know, I've had ticks and that ever since. Um, oh. So, like, after the accident, up until that point, you didn't have any ticks for a couple no. of weeks, and then when you passed it, like the reoccurring trauma triggered ticks. Yeah, well, I mean, I had I had horrific headaches up to that point as well. So, you know, unfortunately, the time went too long between the car crash and when I actually got all my scans for them to know if there was right. you know, any sort of injury to the brain, but they're putting it down to the trauma of the in- incident brought out the uh, the ticks, yeah. Wow. It must so, have yeah, been very difficult crazy. for you and your family or the whole experience, eh? I was, I think I'll be, I was... I was a typical man. Like I didn't want to talk about my feelings. I didn't want to tell my missus that I was in pain. I was thinking about mm-hmm. suicide. That I was thinking about I need to die because I I know that's my path. That's I, that's what I kind of experienced. I thought that was the experience I'd had. But that's what it meant. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it was very difficult. And then I, I, I actually I planned to do it. Up and uh, luckily I. I didn't, and uh, yeah, my my dog. Credit to me, Lucky dog. Your dog was there. Yeah, she just started going nuts. Uh, she must have sensed something was up. I, I did give her a bit of a cuddle before I went out there, you know, because I was saying goodbye, I suppose. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, where the, the, the speak and um, yeah. But luckily, my dog was there. She went nuts. My missus managed to come in, uh, and it was it was. From giving my dog that cuddle to walking out, I had that same piece of in that car crash of, yeah, this is the right thing. I was so going into that garage, I was so certain that I was doing the right thing by my family. Like, you know, I mean, these prescription drugs mess your heads up. You, you yeah, can't wait for real. And for real. and uh, so I went in, I was that was that was my plan. And yeah, luckily, I, as soon as my missus came through and I saw her face, I, I realized that that. Everything that I'd been thinking for months was wrong, you know, and that was it was it was all the wrong. And yeah, it kind of come crashing crashing down on me the realization that I needed help. So after that, like, I really went to get some. Uh, we went to get psychological help. I, I went through quite I think about thirty four sessions of cognitive behavioral therapy uh, to try and help with the ticks as well as the um, depression and, and the PTSD that I was suffering and. Um, yeah, it went really well. I found cannabis about halfway through the therapy. Obviously, that then made the therapy even better because I was able to be more present, more in the room with my therapist, more mm. not constantly distracted by these ticks that I couldn't control. And um, they are very, they're very consuming because, uh, yeah, yeah, you, you can't control your body. You try to do something, it does something else. It's very... Um, frustrating it must be very frustrating though yeah you, you get your tits out yeah yeah it's fine. it can be funny sometimes but you know like uh yeah yeah it must be strange as well because you, i mean how old were you when your accident happened 20 20 29 it was three years ago so 2018 
So you you lived up until twenty nine years old without having any of the, any major ticks or anything like that. And yeah, yeah. I mean, I was a high, I mean, I was a high functioning member of society. You know, I'd um, I'd been a general manager of a disposable and catering supply firm for five years be- before I was at SVS Sofas. Um, then before that, I was at a uh, I did training for Lloyd's Bank. So you know, I had a quite a uh, different career we went me and my missus went traveling um done australia southeast asia you know we had a whale of a time and so yeah i'd say i'd lived day and, and that's it i think this is another a touching part of your story is it, it could happen to absolutely anybody yeah you, you know yeah. I, I finished i've you know what i was it took me ages to get over this little part of the story and i blamed myself so much for my injuries because I left work 10 minutes, 20 minutes, perhaps early, you know, and it was, mm. I remember sitting there and I could have left an hour early, but at that hour early time, I said, no, I'm going to, I'm going to stick it out to the end of the shift. But then 20, the assistant manager guy came over to me and said, Jim, look, I've got it covered. I can lock up tonight. You can go, bud. And I was like, oh, should I, should I? And I decided to go, you know, and, and that decision plagued me for so long because I really felt guilty for leaving early because I thought if I hadn't have left early, I wouldn't have been at the place at the time. I wouldn't have had the car crash. And like I say, it, it, that's the, that was the hard part about society shunning me and leaving me to my own devices and letting me sell my house, my car, you know, we're selling our house so that I can afford, I can carry on to afford treatment, you know, so we've happened to make difficult decisions that, you know, we shouldn't be making. And And you're not the only one as well. You got Griffiths with with her kids and, and, you know, there's Hannah Deacon, but I think she has hers on the uh, NHS now. Yeah. yeah. People are selling their houses to get this medicine and that should be enough evidence to the doctors that it works and it's doing something because people wouldn't sell their house for shit that don't work. Yeah, this is, I mean, why would, why, if we would, you know, if, 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 and an argument said we just wanted drugs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't I opt for the concoction that made me absolutely trash that probably cost the NHS two grand a month? Wouldn't yeah. I opt for that? Yeah. Other than the thing that doesn't do anything except for make me a bit normal. Huh? Uh, there's, no, oh. there's no back pockets sorted out though. If you get your, your cannabis, is there? No. Uh, well, 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 yes. Yeah. <laughs> as many. Not as many. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that really. We, we yeah. all know. We all know. Yeah, I mean, and again, I've had that. So I went I've back to my legal experience this time around since I joined Project 2021 because I have thought it's uh, it's it's been my the be- much better experience to the previous experience when I was spending stupid amounts to get 30 grams. Mm. It has been a much more pleasant experience. And my doctor has been very good. Like he's 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 been really understanding. He's really wanted to learn more. He's been really interested in my situation. You know, he's... Uh, He's willing to learn and willing to to change his views and what the the views of the normal mainstream medical fucking establishment has of cannabis. That sounds really progressive. Yeah, and and again, it's this is this is my so I've got two good doctors actually where that where that is truthful too. I've got my GP who who's also doing that, and he's a bit of an older guy, and then I've got my specialist that like, I get it through privately who's also you know who's again he's done really good but that's where the good news stops you know with the legal industry I, I, that's literally yeah. I, and I think I think drug science have tried hard you know you give Professor Nutt his due he should be retired and he's 
still working hard to get minds changed. He's still doing what he can. But, you know, these the dispensaries and the, the product on offer, I feel, have, have really... Um, it's, I would, I'm paying £450 a month. You know what I mean? And anywhere else you pay that sort of thing, you expect to be treated like king. Yeah. Mm, I'm treated like bottom of the bottom. You know, I'm treated, they they know that we can only get it through them. So they act a bit like that. And while they are professional and they want to help to some extent, how many times can, you know, can you forgive the people for messing up and messing up and messing up when you're paying so much money? It was, whether it was yeah, the first... Sure the first issue I had was I had two pots, right? One was of bud and one was of shake. The, the, the pot of, uh, no, it took me one vape to stop my ticks. The pot of shake, it took me three vapes to stop my ticks, oh, right? Man. So I could tell that that was of inferior quality to the, the, the bud. So I sort of emailed them and obviously to cover their ass, they've come back and pretty much called me liar saying, well, no, that's impossible. They, that's not how I'm saying, well, I'll make a video for you if you want. Like, and then it's, you know, so that was my first negative experience. And after that point, I swear I must've got put in a, a difficult pile or something because it's never gone right since i never had it go right it took weeks to get here you know i was supposed to get i started sorting out this month's prescription trying to sort it out on the 11th of last month i still not got it wow sake, you know, that's uh, ridiculous so what you that, going out to the black market to the illicit market to go out and i'm getting um you know people are giving it to me good um good. luckily i you know i've had a few real kind people come and give me some and get me out of the tight situation because how I'm already forking out 450 pounds, you know, how, how can I find another 200 or, yeah, and keep flicking that up each yeah. month? Because it's, you know, I do, I am, I am 90 grams, you know, 30 days, probably 90 grams last me, you know? So yeah. Yeah. It's uh so would you well it's it's illegal and you've got kids but would you consider growing your own again oh yeah definitely yeah we, i'm in the process of selling the house so i didn't you can't have a go here but i got people coming in and yeah yeah, yeah. sell the house but yeah no i i um i'm 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 really hopeful that one day i'll be able to do it legally as well you know and you should be like, able to mate i think yeah. that day's got to come uh, if you're a medical user that it has to come you have to be able yeah. to grow your own and it's you know and I'm not, I'm not too opposed to. I know I've got, I've got a few other buddies as well that I've been speaking to this, but we're not too opposed to, you know, calling the police on ourselves and challenging them in court because I really yeah. believe that if I went to court for growing a better quality medicine than the yeah. stuff that I can get, I go to court without being medicated. Exactly. The jurors all see me. I then put out a legal vape, vape in front of the jurors, and say. What would you, you know, guys do in my situation? Dismissed, mate. <laughs> game right, mate, game yeah, on. Yeah, and, and yeah. so I, I'm, I'm hopeful that, you know, I, I'll be in a position at some point in the future to be able to do something like that. You know, it's... Uh, yeah, I've... Civil disobedience, man. It would be a good move. Yeah, I just, I just... Me and my missus are united on it. It's just so unjust. It, there's too much injustice. Like, if we... Even if we got sorted out, you know, and... They were like, right, let's shut this guy up because he has got the visual symptoms and we don't want him going everywhere. Mm. We'll give him an I'd still campaign, you know, I'd yeah, still man. be advocating because it's I don't want anyone else to have to suffer like I did. I, you know, I've, my opinion's gone so much the other way that I feel like 
the first port of call for doctors should be cannabis, right? Like, yeah, not right. all the other stuff. It's like your yeah. first port of call. Yeah. If that doesn't work, we can try something else. But yeah, yeah, it's... Uh, it's got to come sooner or later, right, guys? It's, uh... it's coming soon, mate. It has to, man. It's our only option. You're going to be getting out there as well, man. You're only just starting out on this journey. I think people are going to hear about your story and it will inspire them. You know, especially I... mental health is a big thing as well nowadays. When men come out and speak about it, you know, it's a brave mm, thing to do and thing. people appreciate that. And I think I ho- that's going to help get you out there too. You're going to do well, man. I hope so. I, ho- I hope I can. Um, I hope I can get out you know, I mean, I've, I've already done, I've already kind of reached my goal of, I wanted to help someone. And I know that I've helped people. And there's been a few people now that had never, have been ill, chronically ill for a long period, had never tried cannabis, but due to meeting me on Twitter and me talking them through the steps and helping them get at the clinics have tried cannabis and it's changed their lives. Yeah. Like it changed mine. And, you know, that's why I, I, so I've done my goal. Anything else is a bonus. But yeah. I used to not be able to take compliments. And I used to really not be able to accept that, you know, perhaps I was doing, you know, if ever I'd done something, I couldn't take it. But I'm really, I'm really grateful people are saying that it's helping. I'm really grateful for the nice comments. So, yeah, cheers, man. You should be proud of yourself, mate. You're doing yeah, a good thing. So where can our guys go to find you from our YouTube channel and our show? Where, what is the address for your YouTube channel? Um, oh, no, that's a question. Is it one of, is it one of them <laughs> old URLs? If they, if they say it's Jimmy Finch. It might, it, yeah, it might not be that long. Um, Jim Finch. Jim but Finch. I think I started most of my videos with um, UK Man with Tourette's. Okay. I've got, like, yeah, quite a few of my... Yeah videos have got that in the title so you should be able to find me but the channel is just called jim finch um i think yeah i'll drop the link in the forum and tell people to yeah. subscribe and i think a, a lot of our guys jumped on your channel yesterday yeah, yeah. Well, no, Willie no. says hello by the way oh yeah Willie <laughs> said hello <laughs> yeah you said you were going at quarter two you stay for as long as you like mate if you're not in any rush you can see oh no through, yeah right? yeah no i'm not in any rush guys i'm uh I just didn't want to put you under any pressure. No, yeah. I've got to, at some point, I've got to go shut the chickens up so they don't get eaten by a fox. But oh, you got chickens. Do you live on a farm then, or you just got chickens? No, no, no. We just got chickens in the back garden at the moment. Funny enough, like I'm hoping to move to a farm. So where we're, we're mm. selling, we're going to sell our house, and we're actually going to move in with the in-laws. Um, and uh, you know, that's the, the the hope is that we'll have a little small holding, and I'll be able to be medicated enough that i'll be able to grow my own veg raise my yeah, own meat that'd be sweet the more that's going on the best way to describe it the more that's going on in my peripherals the more likely i am to have a fit anesthesia and even if i'm super medicated say on the times i've been to london or i've been in a busy doctor's surgery my my tics do get bad and i i I worry about, you know, trying to get meaningful employment with, I'd be such a hat if I have a fit or a seizure, they're going to have to have somebody walking around with a vape. You know? <laughs> <laughs> How many uh, companies are like, willing to do that? Quick, somebody grab your vape. <laughs> no, I mean, can, I, can I have the desk next to Jim, please? Yeah. <laughs> Quite happily, Quite happily, unless you got more from me. Jim, <laughs> blow that this way, bro. Shit. Yeah. Um, so, uh, like, but I could, I could. Vape all day on my own little small holding, you know, and so that's what we're hoping to do. Um, you know, I think me, 
missus can take help with my care, you know. And, and again, it's when I've got cannabis, it's okay, but it's I need quite quite severe care mm. when I don't, you know, I can't do any, I can't, I, I can't do anything with. Uh, so, you know, it's it's going to be. Yeah. Do you know whether it's um is it THC cannabis that works for you best CBD? Oh yeah. Tried so uh, I've tried a little bit of everything, and there has been some that have made my tics worse. So really, sativary strains, or I've been told that's not. I'm I, I, excuse me, novice. That makes sense. Side, makes sense. But yeah, yeah. any uplifting yeah. cerebral uh, strains. Cerebral. Yeah, they they tend to increase my tics, whereas it's all it's the indica sedative tics, indica and sedative strains that seem to really help obviously there's a high if it's a hybrid and it's sedative but i yeah. don't mean i've had a sativa yet that's been yeah that makes sense pretty it, sedative. it seems as if like because you said when you're in busy streets like when you're in london or when you're in busy doctor's office it's when there's like an over a sensory overload yeah yeah i think that's even when the cannabis kind of doesn't quite get there at this moment but, but you know i've had so much progress since i started using cannabis that i'm hoping mm. The progress continues at this rate. You know, who knows what I'll be able to achieve in the future, you know? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when you start growing, background again, or when it goes legal and there is dispensary, proper dispensaries that you can go in and out. Like if there is in Amsterdam, you'll be able to pinpoint the strain that works perfectly for you. Yeah, and that yeah. will be able to get you through even the hard times, mm, like yeah. if you're going into the city. Yeah, no, and damage. Yes. Yes. I, I would I completely have that hope in my heart, if that makes sense. You know, you know, two years ago I'd have been like, no way. If somebody had told me, but well, Jim, you're gonna be doing interviews on <laughs> Canada <laughs> on all these different cannabis places uh, two years ago, I would have been I would have looked at you and been like, Are you yeah, high, bro? I would, I would have genuinely been offended thinking you were trying to sugarcoat my injuries. I'd been like, you don't understand. No, it can't be. Yeah, and yeah so I'm, yeah, I've come so far already. I'm, I, I'm really, I know that that's a possibility and mm -hmm. it frustrates me that our, our government can't see that, you know, and... Uh, they can see it. They see well, it. yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's true. You that's know true. what's going on. Yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Until it. all the money's sorted out in the background, they won't be going forward with anything. Damn no. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, have you ever tried, do you just uh, vape your cannabis? Have you tried um, some oil? I don't, FICO. So, okay. FICO is a complicated one for me. Not complicated, complicated, but I need to use too much to stop my ticks. And it just makes me too drowsy. So right. I don't really get along yeah. with it because if I use a little bit, it doesn't stop my ticks. So I have to use quite a substantial amount and then I'm really quite mm. wasted, you know? And uh, so it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, I, and I've, I've, I've tried edibles. I've tr I, I do have a bit of FICO before bed. Um, you know, it really helps my sleep. And as a, you know, I've got fibromyalgia as well. And uh, right. as a side effect, you know, deal cannabis helps deal with that as well. So I think that's the we you mentioned earlier, someone about the many ailments. It can just cover so much stuff. Uh, you know, it's yeah. why I don't quit smoking, mate. It's like I don't know what's wrong with me. Yeah. <laughs> man, you know, start smoking, I'm just aching all over the place, man. My leg starts falling off and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I had an interesting conversation with uh, Phil Monk from the WTU the other day because uh I'd had a few arguments with people where I hadn't quite 
I've been quite naive, I think. I hadn't quite realised how much, how many people that are recreationally using cannabis are actually using it medicinally. Yeah. You know, I was really... I was really on the fe- on the side of no, there's medical use and recreational use, but mm. actually I, I swung around to his opinion over. where there's this. Uh, there is no recreational there user. We all no. doing it to relax, which is in some case uh, a medicine. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And I, that completely overlooked that simple fact mm. that even if you're doing it just to improve your mood. Mm. It's a move alleviator. Mm. Therefore, yeah. it's uh, medication. Mm-hmm. So yeah. If, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a strange thing, isn't it, that we have to deal with this bullshit and alcohol is just there and you can just go grab a fucking bottle now. Yeah. You know, well, that's it. You, you think about it. If somebody, if you're feeling a bit down at the dumps and if you do go in and fucking down a ton of fucking drink, the likelihood of something bad happening is a lot more than if you have just sit down and have a couple of spliffs. Isn't oh, it? Yeah. 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 We know this, man. It's yeah. Just, to be honest, Jimmy, I, I am still flabbergasted that you done the CPC course two, yeah. weeks, two fucking weeks after such a bad accident and passed. Uh, it, it was weird because I was in a I was so focused on that almost as a uh, if I wasn't thinking about the exams and the information that I was thinking about killing myself. So, yeah. so it was almost in a way yeah. that gave me that, that was the only thing I had to get How'd out of the, the headspace that I was in. I was like, right, focus on that because to me, that was the future. And I think what yeah. really hit me was the feeling that my future was slowly falling away from me. Now all this stuff kept happening. It kept seeming to get further away from my grasp. Mm. And then, um, yeah, if mm. going back to cannabis stuff. So, my cameras give me my daughter back or give me my daughter back. Give me, give me a daughter. So, you know, when I also had the car crash, we didn't think I'd ever have uh, children again. You know, I'll well, be completely candid. I couldn't get an erection after the car crash, just completely lost the ability. I thought I'd never have kids again. Mm. And then, um, you know, started using cannabis, all that stuff. Don't worry about it. You know, yeah, get me <laughs> Mrs. Pregnant on, and our baby's due on the 25th of December. So it was nice, just like, nice. it was like the best Christmas present ever after okay. all that awesome. shit. So, you know, I really, I'm so, I have such a, um, such a profound love for cannabis and, it, mm-hmm. and it's a true love now. It's a true. Yeah. We all I, do, man. You know, when yeah, you really yeah. experience it and you start to understand how magical that fucking plant really is, man. It's <laughs> like, you can understand why there's a God called Shiva just for cannabis. You can understand yeah. why there's jar, you know, yeah for sure something special about this herb man definitely definitely and that's it's crazy how much what i think i never really truly appreciated was how much into um co is it called co-evolution or co how much humans have evolved with cannabis throughout Mm, history you know we we took it everywhere (laughs) we used it for everything we fed it to our animals we used Mm. it for our clothes, you know, I had no idea of the scope that this plant had provided humanity. You know, it's uh, it's really quite profound, and it's really quite a shame that we're not taught more about it. You know, and it's really quite obvious. That it's strange, what's... man. It's like because it's a lot like caffeine. 
you know, yeah. you don't, you get a little buzz off it. You know, if you didn't ever drink caffeine and then you drank caffeine for the first time, you would be fucked. You know, if you took a break from caffeine for a year and then had a cup of coffee from Starbucks, you'd be fucked. Same thing with weed, man. But when mm-hmm. you drink coffee every day, you don't really get fucked. You just stay on the level. Same thing with weed, man. And when weed was first introduced, uh, when tea and coffee was first introduced to the UK in like, what, 16, 1680s, I think it was. This is the first time these hot drinks ever came here. You know, cannabis should have come along with that and stuck in that category with them drinks, I think. It goes very well with those drinks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. They're all the same thing. Tea, coffee, and cannabis, man. It's the same shit. You can make a hot drink out of cannabis if you want to. You can smoke it if you want to. You can do the same with coffee, but it'll be tasting bad. <laughs> the thing that people forget, cannabis was such a part of the medical industry, the textile mm-hmm. industry, for every for for eons. <laughs> I'm sure even it was James, no, Seamus, Dr. Seamus, fucking, he's some Irish dude. He brought cannabis, <laughs> supposedly brought cannabis to England and he okay. brought it in. I can't think of his name now, but he brought it and he he um, prescribed it to Queen Victoria for menstrual cramps. And there was loads of other, this is going back, back. Didn't, didn't they find some residue of cyclobin and cannabis in tombs in Ireland? Yeah. Not tombs, yeah. uh, but the box things. And they think they were ceremonial. They used to go in there, throw the hemp, throw the mushrooms on the fire and sit in sweat boxes and get fucked. Uh, yeah. They found them all yeah. over the place. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. they had them, um, it's talk that the likes of Newgrange, that would be like, it'd be our version of Stonehenge. There's talk that there was this trace of a found in there. There's a, another place down in, I think it's in Kerry. Kerry has been found. But that's what we know that this stuff has been used for decades. We know Jesus. Yeah. Jesus had it in his holy anointing oil. You know, it has been used going all the way back. We have we have proof that um, the sister the aliens brought it to the pyramids. Yeah, you can't even remember a name now, can you? Jim? Come on, Hildegard, sister, yeah, Hild- S- sister Hildegard. She wrote the physical book. It was the first kind of like real medical book where it was uh, botany for for herbs and things. Cannabis has a huge section on of course it. it does. Pope Pope Leo gave her funding basically towards more research for cannabis and then it has we invented been politicians and then the politicians <laughs> took it off as for financial gain in their pockets i, I mean i i my logical the only thing that makes any sense to me like for the huge money they've spent in taking this plant away from us getting it away from the textiles industry getting it away from the medical industry was they knew that it you know, helps homeostasis. And if you're got something, it's a preventative medicine. And if everybody's using it, then people are going to be healthier and their Mm -hmm. bottom lines are going to be suffering because we're going to have healthier societies that aren't going to need all the medicines that they're frozen at them. All these fucking antidepressants and this shit. I mean, they killed all the witches, didn't they? You know, 20 years before the first pharma, before the first pharmaceutical drugs were mass produced. You know what, I man? That's mm, amazing. Yeah, that's a bit suspect. It's I didn't like... think of that before. That's a good one, man. Lots of things <laughs> are suspect in this uh, industry, to be fair. Quick, that bitch knows about herbs, man. Burner. <laughs> the, the, the thing that makes me laugh, right, is that 
they've got you a pill and then they've got you a whole set of supplementary pills that mm. deal with the flipping side effects of this one sodding pill. This, this so, is this is a crazy story for about that exact thing that happened to me. Right. I I so I, I was on Tramadol. It was a particular yeah, brand. I, I can't one. I can't remember the brand. They then switched my brand at my local chemist. Yeah, yeah. About two weeks later, I started getting asthma. Never had asthma before in my life. Went to my chemist when I got prescribed an inhaler. It's the same company that makes the new Tramadol I'm on. Uh, no, fuck. <laughs> well, I, I stopped taking the Tramadol. A year later, I got no more it's asthma. asthma. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. But don't you uh, smoke that cannabis now, It was William. William O'Shockensey. Right. That was his name. The doctor. So it wasn't Seamus at all then? No, it wasn't Seamus. <laughs> I don't know where I was Seamus. It's just coming name. up with some random Irish name. Seamus <laughs> <laughs> sounds good. That would do. I don't know about Seamus. I don't know where. Seamus McDonald. It's got to be. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that sounds more Scottish. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. So where about in the UK are you, Jimmy? You say you're in Essex, was it? Yeah, I'm, I'm a proud Cornishman living in Essex. So uh, my family's from Cornwall and uh, my parents moved here for work. I've grown up, grown up here and lived here all my life. So yeah, Essex. Uh, hope Probably moving to Cumbria. That's where we've uh, Ooh, nice. set, our, set our sights on. So yeah. Nice, man. Lovely. Getting the farm up and running and shit. You've got to have some yeah. cows too. You're gonna, yeah, you yeah. going to go with this? Yeah, I want a couple of cows. A couple of little Dexter cows. They're quite small. Uh, yeah, get a couple. I'm not, I'm not sure about sheep. Um they get apparently horrible diseases and yeah, stuff. So. Yeah, they do. <laughs> what do they do? What they do you have moo, mate. They cows do, you either they have cows nasal. for flipping milk or you have cows for meat. Yeah, Dexter's are both. So they're meat and the dairy and meat. Oh right. They just yeah. it's a, they have a small they have a small udder. They are the native cow for Ireland, and I yeah. think they're the native cow for the UK think, as well. I think I think yeah. just Ireland. I think is it just Ireland? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they're really, got, really really small. Yeah, really small. Yeah, yeah. It's smallest cow, it's smallest small cow in the world. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, that's what. But again, that's the reason I've particularly chose this cow as one that I want to get is because if I have a fit or a seizure, it's not. A two-ton monster. Yeah, got to go over to you. Yeah. Start uh, trampling yeah, on the cows. Are horrible sometimes. <laughs> that, that, those little dexters will still do some damage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not as much though. Not as much. <laughs> yeah, they might only break bones. Yeah, yeah. Like That's it. Oh, that would not be cool. No. <laughs> Yeah, but the reason why they don't use them anymore is it's the same as they've they've gone into the commercial. It's all freezings yeah, and things. Yeah, it's because they've gone They're for the ones that produce the big, big factory yeah. farms, isn't it? They they yeah. make they have phenomenal phenomenal beef. Yeah, oh, I've heard that. I've heard that. Yeah. And that. It is so marbly and so blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're making me hungry just thinking about it. Oh. You want to take a bite out of that cow's ass? Mm. <laughs> but could you get that would be a difficult thing because you know having a farm would you be able to kill your own animals man yeah uh, you know what I do shed a tear every time it happens but you know I've got uh, I've got chickens so I, yeah. you know it's not going to be something I think if we could do it for a chicken I could do it. I, I don't know, but you just gotta wait until one of them nights you went slip well, and then in the morning you hear the fucking chicken. 
know what he's doing. I'm gonna kill the fucking chicken. <laughs> <laughs> now you can't, you can't. You, I've, I've been tempted a couple of times. So chickens can get quite nasty, and I got my favourite chicken, and I had the some one of my other chickens start bullying it, and it got quite nasty. You know, like trying to kill it. You know, so oh, I'm getting mad, and I'm thinking, right, that's it. I'm gonna. And, um, no, I, I, I've made a vow. I can never kill in anger. So yeah. even though I've wanted to a couple of times, it's uh, for, strictly for, for food or if they're suffering. You know, mm-hmm. where we've bred chickens now, you sometimes get them where they get this thing called egg perionitis, where because they've been bred to have so much eggs laying, but they're not supposed to, and it messes up their wounds, and they go through yeah. a really slow, painful death. And if that's, the, you know, you can't, your animal yeah, do yeah, that, yeah, can yeah. you? So... Yeah. And, and um, again, it was it was probably as brutal. It was the first uh, first animal I've ever loved outside of a dog or a human. And it was this little chicken that my son had called Chickalera. It was like our first one, <laughs> and uh, she got ill, and she was the first one I actually had to had oh, to no. put down because she was so ill and she was in so much pain. And I sobbed, you know, um, I sobbed for an hour afterwards. I'd be the same. Yeah, yeah I was so yeah. devastated, yeah. but I still want her to suffer anymore. But it was kind of even though it was, that was a brutal first time, it set me up well for the future, for especially the meat birds that I don't name, aren't pets. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're, they're for my food. And then yeah. to me, it's a far better option than going down Asda and who knows how those ones have been treated. That's the thing, you, know? you, you can't name them. This is when I tell people. Yeah, yeah. I name, we name the egg layers, not the meat ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just mentioned on Sunday dinner, this one's <laughs> Percy, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And it would be good yeah. to live off the good and shit like that, man. Yeah, and I, I mean, I'm hoping, I'm hoping at that point, I'll, again, it's it's a dream of mine and a little ambition that I'll be able to be at the forefront of a patient-led consortium one day. And if, you know, I've got the space on a farm, that would eliminate the problem of a landlord. So, you know, there's mm-hmm. there are... And a place thing... to put some autos over the summertime, man. Yeah, well, funnily enough, actually, I oh. do have, I do have a what appears to be an auto in my garden. I dropped a T17 seed, which is uh, one of the legal strains. I had a seed in that bit of shake that I mentioned. Okay. I, dropped, I dropped that in my garden and it's grown and it's started flowering well early. And, no way. Yeah. But I didn't plant it. I, I literally no, did drop it, it and it's a legal strain. So I don't know the legalities of that, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing what it looks. Yeah. Well, to be fair, you've you, you've kind of got it like quite well now, ain't you? Because, like you said, you've trained all your neighbours, so they all kind of know, and nobody's going to phone the old Bill on you and say he's got cannabis plant grown in his garden. <laughs> no, 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 no they like just look at it as your medicine. Yeah, yeah, no, that's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fucking, see, things change soon, man, because these laws in the balances they are, are just ridiculous, you know. That they're nonsensical. They they make. You know what it is, and the, the, the real irony here is the British government are putting out these arguments or trying to position uh, yeah. medical cannabis in a particular way that their own industry in Britain is just messing up time and time again. Oh, only we can grow safe weed, mould. Well, only we can grow safe weed, bugs. You know what I mean? It's like every time, yeah. like, oh, yeah, it must be. I know that there's been people that have started the process of going to their doctor, telling their doctor that they've got, I think, I think a common one is anxiety, trying and, and, and getting a legal prescription through actually not really having it, knowing that that was the route and going that way. 
how how can that be? While I don't disagree with everybody having access, in how can the government try and argue that that's the same thing as say a little child who needs the medicine for epilepsy? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're happy to let their like the industry profit in Britain. That most of their core support would be disgusted if they knew the louvre holes of this pseudo yeah. industry they've created. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so it's. Uh, well, it's not the case. They're lumping all patients together then, aren't they? They're saying yeah. everybody's a, a, a recreational user and they're just using medicinal as an excuse to get a prescription. That's the way well, the government would be looking at it. Well, no, no, they're looking at it. They're looking at it that they anybody can get a prescription as long as they're willing to pay our mate's firm. Yeah, yeah I think that's, what's be, that's the way that's been looked at at the moment because, again... Yeah, well, I could be wrong, but it's nonsensical any other way I look at this. You know, any other way I look at why the government have made the rules they have, which any any condition in Britain is eligible for a cannabis, a private cannabis prescription, if you have tried two or more options yeah. of treatment elsewhere. So, you know, what I mean, so that's what the government's own criteria is. So on the one hand, they believe that there is medical use for anything if it can be proved to work. And on the other hand, there's not enough medical evidence for Tourette's or yeah. epilepsy. Yeah. You know, it's... <laughs> well, it's the same government. Everything that the government do, they kind of bugger up, even if they've got a good idea to start with and they've, they've got a, another... Model. I'd have done a great Go job of this COVID thing. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that, that just kind of like tops it all, doesn't it? Yeah, they, 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 they always do it. They, could, they, they, they start off with a half-decent plan um, and they, they bugger it up somehow. Well, that's the yeah. politicians... They just try to keep everybody happy and they fuck oh, That's it, mate. That's it. I think that, well, that's look, it, man. Trying to keep everybody I mean, happy. They had David Goody Nutt on their panel. Hmm. The man knows everything there is to know. And they just decided to discard all of the information that he gave them and get rid of him. That does not fit with our agenda, I'm afraid, Professor. <laughs> yeah, yeah you're on your bike. <laughs> and that's I remember strange. that. That was shocking shit when that happened. But this that is this, so this, long this ago. Is our prime, like expert, this is what? our this is our medical medical expert. On I mean, that was things. when Tony Blair was still in power, right? That's yeah. a long time. Was it Tony yeah. Blair or Gordon Brown? It was a Labour government. Oh, funnily enough, funnily enough, yeah. I actually I actually went to a pro cannabis protest uh, in the, the Home Secretary at the time. The, at the time, I went to a pro cannabis sec, at the Home Secretary at the time. I can't remember who it was um, in her constituency. I went with uh, some guy that used to come and visit my shop. Uh, his name's Don Barnard. He's uh, he passed away unfortunately, but he was like a, 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 a hardcore activist. And I remember going to him to this protest, and I was all young and you know way way back. It almost feels like another life ago, but yeah. Mm. <laughs> Mad. Uh, yeah, and that was that was at the time that that Home Secretary had uh, sacked David Nutt. Wow. Or, uh, you know, and that was so, you know, like you say, that's so long ago. Must, what, 12, 2010, 2010? 2010, 20, I'm thinking 2008, I am. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Mm. Well, you know, maybe it was a little later. And I probably can't have been. I might have been too young then. <laughs> I'm not sure if I, I, I was definitely around 18, 19 when I went to this yeah, protest. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, 
some crazy shit, man. But yeah. I think it's changing. What do you think is going to happen next? Me, I think, I feel like we're going to get a legalization by stealth. I think yeah. it's going to be a slow how it's going at the moment. And in the end, these dispensaries will be able to be completely online, I imagine, because COVID came at the right time and they've got their own. And you'll basically, it'll be like a Californian model where you have to see the doctor, they give you a CAN card, something similar, and that gives you eligibility to buy prescriptions at the pharmacies online. Right. And they'll convince the general public that, you know, it's really difficult and only people with medical needs will be able to access it when really, you know, anyone yeah, will be able yeah, to yeah, access yeah. it. Yeah. So I, I think that's probably going to happen. The or Boris is just going to go full hog and legalise it before his next... Um, next term. Next term. It's a very popular yeah. policy. It you is. know, it actually is a very popular policy. And you, I've noticed, especially recently on the Daily Mail, The Sun, on any of these... Mm -hmm type thingies whenever they put out a cannabis article or an article on a bust the, the, the comments are just littled with oh colorado have made money they've done it over here uh, the world hasn't uh, fallen down and these are the people that used to hate it you know yes, that used yeah. to be the people the, the, the target audience and so boris isn't he's a populist you know and in that sense a popular policy for a populist is again another likely so mm -hmm. That's another possibility, but I think we're going to see the change before his term. And what he's two years in, he's got three more years. I think. I think in this, look at the people that he's employed. Look at look at their connections. Mm -hmm. He's connected into the world of Tilray. They're yeah, connected in very much so. You know, and I think with a huge market, what four billion pounds spent on cannabis in Britain estimates. That's a yeah. huge market. Everyone wants fingers of that pie, uh... don't they? That's a lot of fucking money. But I don't know it's that much. Time to sort out the, <laughs> uh, the 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 shitty financial system in this country. Then, yeah. it'll be a huge boost to the economy, and we need it. Oh yeah, yeah. I can't see any negatives. I'm I'm yet to be convinced by any argument at all for prohibition. Even even before I was such a lover of cannabis and such a cannabis advocate, yeah. I couldn't see any logical reason for prohibition like you're telling me drugs are dangerous so you're going to give them in the hands of criminals yeah. uh, they don't make no sense we, <laughs> we, we we made the same argument jimmy that if if prohibition was lifted and if you were able to buy it in shops or in, in dispensaries like you can go into an off license nobody is going to serve a fucking minor Cannabis, because if they do, they're going to lose their license, they're going to lose their jobs, they're going to lose their livelihood, you know, they're going to go to prison. Yeah, yeah. But in in the illicit market that we have now, and the legacy one, they they don't give a shit. They, they, and they don't care if they go, oh, well, I don't have weed, but oh, here, I have some pills, or I have some coke. Here, try them instead. You might like them. Well, to be fair, well, lads of them are employing young kids to do the job. Yeah, but a dispensary ain't going to try push cocaine or MDMA hmm. or fucking meth or anything like yeah. that at you. Well, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> it's going to be but one I, of them. Oh, look, are you coming I, for cannabis? Here, we've got a special offer on MDMA powder at the moment. Uh, <laughs> no, but I say, I, I can see, like you were saying, with the 
the sneak attack of bringing it in that way. I'd say they could do it with the misuse. You know the way the misuse of drugs is a big, big topic at the minute over there. Mm-hmm. Mm. They, they yeah. could, it could come in in that where they could stealthily bring it in that way. With the way they were talking in that debate, I think we're going to be adopting Portugal's model. Mm. Mm. It sounds that they'll just yeah, full decriminalization. Yeah. yeah. But that still leaves it in the hand of the fucking legacy market, man. It still leaves us with problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I've noticed though when they they seem to have split be splitting them off. I don't know if you guys have noticed that, but they talk about uh, cocaine, opiates, crack. They they tend to talk about them three separate to cannabis now. Mm, I yeah. do think that's yeah. purposeful by yeah. the media because they are. You know, it does seem that they're keeping the topic separate. Whereas I always remember cannabis was always thrown in next to heroin as yeah, an yeah. extra scare. Yeah, you no, know, and a, one injection of cannabis will kill you. So I think they're going to go the Portugal route <laughs> for drugs, and I can see they're going to go the Canadian route for cannabis in Britain. Yeah. I, I, this conservative government, when you start following the money, you know that a Canadian scene, a lot of investment from. Britain has gone into that Canadian oh, yeah. scene as a mm-hmm. test run, probably. Yeah. You know, like, they uh, have lost tons of money, and the investment yeah. still rolls in and rolls yeah. in. You know, like I've seen, I've seen losses. <laughs> oh, they, they're is, posting man. losses of four hundred and thirty-five million. Well, well, the bosses are taking no. thirty-five million pound salaries. Yeah, you know, their, <laughs> their, their losses have <laughs> gone on salaries. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's in profit until we gave everybody bonuses. <laughs> Just fucking mad. Yes. And then the, the, the whole thing of they will legalize it purely so that they can go, oh yeah, we, we will allow you to have cannabis. But like you said, you can only have it from here, here, and here. And that's because we control this. It's like, yeah. fuck you, I've got it anyway. Uh, this, <laughs> this stuff is good. This stuff is, you know, <laughs> this stuff is the stuff. Your stuff is bad. It's, yeah. uh, it's skunk. Normal. It's skunk. Mm. You, you got skunk. Yeah. Mind bending. <laughs> uh, you know I mean, going to fucking... fucking the duck and being like, can I have something with like a pineapple flavor? Banana flavor. Can you get me that one? That cool? Imagine, imagine my like genuine confusion though. Like when I'm looking at skunk, you know, seven. 17% THC. I'm being prescribed by the doctors in Britain. 21% yeah. THC. Yeah. Like, right, this is the skunk that they're talking about. Like. No, the dangerous street skunk. <laughs> yeah. Altering Never. the minds of our youth. <laughs> oh, it's already been like declassified once, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. In the UK. Yeah, when I was younger, it went to um, class C for yeah, a while, C. didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then it went back to B because it caused too much confusion. And that was, um, that was. That was back when that Professor Nut thing happened. Yeah, it was sure. same time, yeah it? similar yeah. time, yeah. And then that, that feels like he'd been here before. Drugs, uh, <laughs> what was his name? Oh, God. Grey haired geezer. He came along <laughs> that and that he don't help. it was bad. <laughs> I can't remember what his name is. Ex Met Chief or something he was. Oh, Keith, somebody. Mm-hmm. I think I know, I think I know go with the guy you mean. And he came along it's and all of a sudden it was bad again and it was back to a, a class two. You know, it's it really has, and it won't when it's when things change when it goes legal, it won't make a difference for me. I'll still be growing my own plants, yeah, whether they say we can or not. I'll still be smoking, yeah. yeah. Things won't change, yeah. I'll just be able to go to the dispensary and get some hash if I want it, yeah. 
Things don't change. I ain't paying fucking twenty pound for a gram of weed. <laughs> Serious? Definitely not. I pay like fifty pence. I'm happy with these prices. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> See, I think that's. I don't. I think because I was such a novice when I was growing my own. I um my costs were through the roof. You know, I was I was spending hundreds and hundreds a month on electricity, on nutrients, on soils. I was just I, I just. Kept, something kept going wrong and being like, oh, I need this thing. Going on to a forum and someone saying, you, you need... Yeah, and I ended up... So it was quite costly. I think our mm. electricity went really high. You know, it was... Mm. It was it was it ain't, it weren't too far off what I'm now paying on my prescription. Like really? that sort of Fucking level. Wow. I was, was using... using HPS then? I was using that 3,000 watt HPS lights. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. oh, me. But, <laughs> for like nine plants. <laughs> yes, we can help little... you, Jimmy, man. You've got to get over to Percy. So we can yeah, yeah. Well, step for everything. Man. Yeah, I've signed up to the forum. I'll definitely, oh, next time I'm on it, I'll be on there, man, for sure. Because uh... no question is a stupid question, man. Don't feel yeah. as if because you're a novice, you can't ask questions. Yeah, nice. We've got a good community, man. Yeah. Don't be afraid to ask. Yeah, that's, that's what will, we're there for. Get we will growing. teach you how to grow for peanuts. Peanuts. Yeah. That's you what know. I need. Because uh, I was I was okay. I mean, I'll be honest. I, uh, I've i been doing a, quite a bit of Reiki since my accident and stuff. And uh, my Reiki master, he liked doing he liked doing Reiki on my plants. And uh, <laughs> they came out really good. Like, I did the, the end result of some of them. I was, you know, for a novice, I've done really, really well. Mm. But it was the cost. It wasn't, you know, it was it. Again, I need to learn how to keep those costs down because well, you yeah. say you use uh, 90 grams a month. Yeah, about that. About, say that, about yeah. three ounces. So you only need to grow four plants, mate. You, you'd be fine mm. with four plants. And for that, you fucking. Yeah, because yeah, I think, again, I had about 38 plants before. Mm. I had nine, nine in the flower tent mm. and the rest I was vegging. And I had the. Uh, I had two little LED lights that I was trying to bench. I, I went all out when I, because obviously I had a bit of money left over from selling the car. You know, yeah, I yeah, went, yeah. so we went all out on it. Um, but yeah, in hindsight, I would have got LEDs and I was trying to do the clones and that was a bit stressful. You know, I was. Uh, out of my four meter tent, I'll get between 20 and 25 ounces per harvest every four months. Yeah. Oh, nice. And I only yeah. put four plants in those. And he smokes just a little bit more than that. Yes. <laughs> well, no, that provides me. I'm a wife. Well, no, because I've got two of those. Don't get me wrong. There's one and there's the other. I did see the other one. That one's open. But that's that's the thing. Like, Jimmy, we can all grow so cheap. Like, I made the same mistakes as you. I had bought a shitload of kit and stuff. And before I found Percy's, um, my first grow on electricity alone cost me over 700 euro that's still it's still the the return was still massive because it's it's 400 euro plus for an ounce over here at the minute you'd be paying you'd be paying five to six hundred euro for an ounce depending who you know well in ireland in ireland it's so so expensive here man so expensive and if you get caught with it the penalties are so severe they might you must only be looking be... about three hundred pound down in Essex way though, right, Jim? Mm. Well, again, I got lucky with some guys I went to school with, so I I pay between one seventy and two hundred. Cool. Um, so pretty good. Or I'll be honest, they give it to me for free quite a bit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but, uh, yeah so it's uh, but I found that so much like 
the community is just yeah, it's so Mate, good. It's because you know. we're all degenerate stoners it's together. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's, it's really real, criminals. It is. A, I've found it been. It's been. It's a very persecuted, persecuted community, and I think mm. that does build some sort of uh, yeah. camaraderie. Camaraderie. Mm. Yeah, was, definitely. Yeah. We have to stick Especially, together. you could be walking down the street, somebody that you have never seen or anything in your life. They could walk, come from any walks, and if they just you get a bit of a Sniff and you look over and you see them, you just you have that brother the, the little eye connection and you're like yeah. part of being part of the VW. Club, isn't it? On, you know? it is it's it's a special, special little feeling. And but non-users don't understand it because no. they look at it from the outside and they're going, Oh no, you are just all degenerates. But yet there's an awful lot of us are like an awful like professionals. Mm-hmm. You know, that like it's expands a huge, huge spectrum of society. It goes from the very bottom to the very top. You know, all of us do it. <laughs> and we're good at it. I'm yeah. fucking damn good <laughs> at it. <laughs> Yeah. Right, guys, it's getting it's, it's getting to me bedtime now. I'll be honest, I'm probably gonna uh, yeah, cool, head on up. Mm-hmm. But uh, lovely to meet you all. Yeah, man, thank you very much. Yeah, for no, joining I really us, enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, thanks, no, my pleasure, my pleasure. And stay strong, you know. And thanks yeah. for everything you do. No, thank you. No, thank you for having me on. I've really, yeah, I've enjoyed it. I'll be on the forum a lot more, and uh, I'll definitely be getting a load of advice to get me costs down when I uh, nice, when I move in. Sweet, days. look forward to seeing you there, bro. Yeah, yeah nice. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Thanks, Bye bye. So there we go. That was the interview with Jim. If you want to know more about Jim, you can find him all across any social network, uh, including Reddit, Facebook, Twitter, all of the big ones. And he's also got a YouTube channel that you should check out. So if you just search YouTube for UK man with Tourette's, you'll see him and you'll see his channel, Jim Finch, or just search for his channel, Jim Finch. You can do that too. Loads of different ways to find him. But find him online, wherever you use most. And, you know, offer your support by liking the page or following him and subscribing to his channels and things like that. That would be sweet. Uh, in the meantime, do the same for us. You know, make sure you subscribe to our channel, High on Homegrown, on YouTube or like to our Facebook page and share the show with your friends as well. We want more people to find out about the show. If you have any suggestions on how we can improve and do things better, then let us know that as well. You can always visit persysgrowroom.com and find the High on Homegrown section and leave a post in there. Or you can email us at highonhomegrown at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate you being here every week. We'll see you on Sunday for the live show. Let's do this.